0: Well, hello there and welcome to today's episode of 7 Figure Millennials, where you and I are on a mission together to find out how we can prioritize our happiness, health, and relationships while we make our biggest entrepreneurial dreams a reality. And if you are brand new, this is the very first episode you're listening to. I want to say welcome, super excited to have you here. And if you are a returning listener that's coming back week after week, you know how much I love you. You know how much I appreciate you hanging out with myself and the incredible guests that come on the show. And today, we are releasing the time machine episode three. This is a new format, or I should say a newer format where what we do is we take the most valuable nuggets from previous episodes and we condense them into 30 minutes. So this is the third produced one of this. If you want another format like this, we did two other ones that you can check out previously, but this is a great opportunity to be introduced to multiple guests, sample their content, and it gives you a chance to explore the full episode I did with them. If you haven't had a chance to revisit that episode, or if you have listened to it, it's it's a great review of some of the most powerful stories and concepts because I know that I personally am finding myself re-listening to past episodes that I've done just to remember and solidify the information that was shared with them. So the way that this works, just if this is the first time you've you've listened to a Time Machine episode, what I'm going to do is I'm going to intro each episode with some context and information on who the guest is and give you some more information to explore more. And then in the episode description, wherever you're listening to this, you'll find direct links to our episode with them on the Seven Figure Millennial site if you want to explore more. Or I'll also say the episode number with them. So you can also just scroll wherever you're listening to the episode that I did with them and dive into the full entire episode. So which guests are we revisiting today? There are five that we're gonna do. The first one is episode number 34 with Lieutenant Colonel Waldo Waldman. The title of the episode was Flying 65 Combat Missions, Outmaneuvering Missiles the Size of 55-Foot Telephone Poles, and Helping You to Become More Resilient. So if you can't already tell from the title, that was an action-packed episode, and I've since developed an awesome relationship with Lieutenant Colonel Waldo Waldman. So that is episode number 34 in the first clip for today. The second clip is actually going way back to episode (laughs) 8. I get to hear some of my earlier episodes where I'm interjecting and, and not doing as well as I did. I do now, but it's still very valuable content with Dr. Juli Loroca, and the title is From 100 Plus Hour Weeks and Suicidal Thoughts to Helping You Overcome Invisible Barriers, Increase Your Happiness, and Get More Velocity in Your Life. The third episode we're bringing on for today is episode number 42 with John Vroman. The title of that, was Lessons About Life from Those Fighting for It and How to Be a Moment Maker in Your Family and Business. Another incredible, I mean, I guess everybody that comes on the show is incredible, but love John, (laughs) awesome human. Uh, The fourth clip we're going to dive into is with Andrew Kaplan with the title, uh, this was episode number 26, by the way, the title was His Book Sold 50,000 Copies and Earned 1,400 Plus Rave Reviews in One Year and now he's sharing what he teaches in it to show you how you can attract and manifest a life you've always dreamed of. And the fifth and final clip that we are diving into today is episode number 40 with Paulina Edmonds. And she was our first Olympian on the show. So the title was The Youngest Team USA 2014 Sochi Olympian and 2015 Four Continents Figure Skating Champion Reveals Her Elite Performance Secrets. So that is, again, episode number 40. So with all that said, with the preview, let's dive in with our first clip from Lieutenant Colonel Waldo Waldman. You and I are on a mission to find out, and we have an incredible journey ahead of us. My name is Brandon Fong, and welcome to the 7 Bigger Millennials podcast. Lieutenant Colonel Waldo Waldman is a Hall of Fame leadership keynote speaker, executive coach, and author of the New York Times and Wall Street Journal bestseller, Never Fly Solo. Known as the Wingman, he's an Air Force Academy graduate, combat decorated fighter pilot, and expert in resilience courage, and helping leaders accelerate performance in changing environments. His clients include Marriott, American Express, the Denver Broncos, and Verizon, and he's been featured on CNN, Fox News, and the Harvard Business Review. And in this clip, you're going to learn from Waldo about how to overcome your fears. And I don't know anyone better than to explain this than somebody who has flown over 65 combat missions and has had his life threatened by missiles and all this other crazy stuff. So here's the clip with Waldo on how to overcome your fears.
1: What I did when I was in battle as a 30-year-old fighter pilot leading men and women in combat and sometimes flying on the wing of my flight lead, when I had those panic attacks, the claustrophobia that was a byproduct of a scuba diving accident that I almost died in, in the lowest of my lows, when my heart was pounding, when I was freaking out, I would focus on my wingman, the guy or gal that I was flying with who needed me to win, to survive. Check their six, which we could talk about a little later. You know, their blind spots. Where are the missiles coming? Are they doing okay? You know, stay focused on keeping them safe. I was their leader. They needed me. And when somebody needs you, when somebody's depending on you, then you realize that love is a byproduct of service. So I was serving these folks. I was serving by focusing on them and being their wingman, their trusted partner, prepared, having their back. And when you distract yourself from yourself by focusing on your team who needs you, back to what I was saying before as well, then you become present. Then your fear no longer is at the top of your mind. It gets subjugated and sublimated to people, to human, heart to heart. And you realize the inordinate responsibility you have as a human being to help others out. And that's what I think everyone should do when you're in the darkest of moments to reach out for help, to find that wingman who can lift you up. But also think of those other people in the dungeon of despair, paralyzed by their fears, who may be in a worse position than you. And you reach out to them, figure out a way to have their back, support them, lift them up. And you'll find in your life that you'll build so much amazing relationships. And it may not, the, the success may not come immediately from that person, but you're going to build this character, this reputation, of love and service that will serve you so well. May not necessarily, may not be monetarily at first, but those relationships that'll eventually lead to revenue and assets in life, that's the key. Once again, you just finished listening to
0: Lieutenant Colonel Waldo Waldman, and that was episode number 34 of the podcast. So you can go ahead and scroll down, download that episode and check it out. That was a really, really fun one. Or alternatively, you can also check out the episode description where you can go directly to the site and find out a little bit more about Waldo. In our next clip, we are going back to episode eight with Dr. Juli La Roca. Hooli helps high-level entrepreneurs uncover and overcome invisible barriers to achieve effortlessness and velocity in their lives. She is a firm believer that the fastest way to level up in life and in business is to dissolve barriers within yourself, which is why she founded Velocity Healing helping the world's impact-driven entrepreneurs to take their life to the next level so they can focus on solving the world's greatest problems. She discovered a rapid method for seeing barriers, breaking through beliefs, and aligning and integrating with truth. Instead of needing to release or let go of things that were hurting her, she learned how to befriend it all and make everything serve me. So this is a really cool and powerful clip where Hooli's gonna talk about how you can turn your pain into power. I have actually personally worked with Huli to overcome some trauma in my life. And so... It, lots of times when you view trauma, you view it as the most negative thing that's ever happened to you. What would happen if any negative experience in your past, whether it's super traumatic, maybe your relationship ended poorly, you were abused, anything along those lines? What if instead of all that ugly stuff holding you back, what if you were able to leverage that and turn it into a powerful asset that can help serve you? So that's what we're going to dive into this clip. So enjoy it with Dr. Juli Laroca. And one of the things that you are so good at is things that have maybe previously been trauma in your past or things that have been negative experiences you have a way of helping people to integrate those negative experiences and turn them into very powerful assets so if somebody comes up with something and maybe 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 if you're listening to this right now you have a negative experience that's been holding you back maybe it's something in your childhood something that's happened recently so somebody that has that going on right now how can we begin to take those negative experiences and actually integrate it into an opportunity that gives us more power?
2: Yeah, such a great question. And this is what I tell my clients all the time: make everything for you. You hear that you you hear this repeated, right? Everything is for you. It's it's happening for you. It's and it's not happening to you. Well, make it so. Make it so. If you have fear within you, if and that fear is telling you, don't take the leap or don't follow your dream. Well, how do we actually make that for us? We appreciate the fear. Fear is necessary. Fear keeps us safe. Fear—what would you be without it? You'd probably be dead. Fear is is important. It makes sure that okay, if we are going to take the leap, then we're going to have all our ducks in a row. We're going to make sure that everything's happening that needs to be happening, right? Um, and when it comes to experiences. And trauma specifically, can you see how the experience was actually for your growth and for you to gain an experience that actually made you who you are today? Mm-hmm. I know for many people they feel like their trauma is the worst thing that ever happened, like uh, some sort of abuse. And well, for me, is the best thing that ever happened. I got to experience this thing that made me so much stronger. And that also makes me empathize with other people who have gone through the same thing and thus being able to relate to others better and thus accept others and thus accept myself. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: And those are just some examples. But if if you just take a moment to say, okay, what is my truth in this? What did I get out of this? How did this make me a better person? How did this make me better off? You will find it. There's always a silver lining. It's just a matter of looking for it.
0: Once again, that was Dr. Juli Laroca on episode eight of the Seven Figure Millennials podcast. So feel free to scroll down or check out the episode description to explore more. Our next clip is with John Vroman, which came from episode number 42. John Vroman helps others be moment makers. He is married to his free-spirited wife, Tatiana, and is the father of two energetic boys, Tiger and Ocean, and they all live in Austin, Texas. John is the founder of the Front Row Foundation, a charity established in 2005 that creates unforgettable moments for individuals who are braving life-threatening illnesses. They provide a -a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to live in the front row by granting front-row Moments to live events of their recipients' dreams. He is also the founder of FrontRowDads.com, an international community of family men with businesses, not businessmen with families. He's the host of the top rated Front Row Dad podcast, where John shares interviews that extract and understand the rituals, routines, and habits that help make every man be better fathers and husbands. He is also the author of the number one best selling book, The Front Row Factor, where John helps readers learn about living life from those fighting for it. And in this clip, we're going to share John's photo note practice that he uses to strengthen his relationships with his kids. I will also say that John's content was so inspirational to me that I added the being a family man with business, not a businessman with family in my vows with my wife when we got married in 2021. So uh, really was impacted personally by John. He's an incredible guy. And I'm really excited for you to listen to this photo note practice because it's going to be a game changer if you decide to implement it. There's this exercise that you do for your kids, Tiger and Ocean, where you take pictures of them um, Mm -hmm. and and then you write a little note in the back. So I would would love, I loved, loved hearing (laughs) this. So I would love, because I think it's directly related to uncovering your genius. And I think you're making it a little bit easier and supporting them on that process. So I would love for you to share that.
3: That's cool, man. No, it's my favorite thing to talk about right now. So, and it just so happens I have the picture that I printed for this week. So if somebody's not watching this, I'm holding up a picture of my son and I. Holding a ten dollar bill, and uh, he just bought his first stock <laughs> through my account. But he bought ten dollars of Roblox stock. And you know, th- this picture program um, and what I just held up is is this idea of, hey, how might I capture the strengths in my kids, bring it to light every single week or every single month, and. You know, I found as a dad that it's very easy to catch people doing the wrong thing in my house. (laughs) My wife or my kids, like, hey, don't say that to your brother, right? Hey, pick up your room. Like, it's always like what you're doing wrong, where you're failing short, because you're trying to help this little human to, to acclimate to society. And you're bringing your blueprint of the world saying, hey, here's what's worked for me. I think it might work for you. Here's what manners looks like, right? And everybody has their own blueprint they bring to their families. But I noticed personally that as much as I understand strengths and the need to call them out and the need to focus and the, and the ratio of positive to negative comments and what it does to, to business teams and, and, and any organization and any family for that matter, I still was having a hard time doing it. I needed a new habit. I needed a new practice. So I committed to once a week-ish and I say that because there needs to be some flexibility here because it's not a perfect system. But once a weekish, I print a picture of my kids where I caught them doing something great during the week. And then I write a note on the back. And the note is usually something like this. And I'm going to make this up on the spot because I haven't written this note yet for, for Tiger. But here's what I might write. I might write, Tiger, um, it's, it's a true joy for me to watch you learn about investing right seeing you make healthy choices in your life right really lights me up inside i think you've got a good head on your shoulders and i think you can make good decisions on your own i'm just happy that i get to do some of them with you love forever your papa something like that and usually <laughs> so what awesome. it is usually what it is it's it's something that speaks to the process and the characteristic not the result Right. So, not like an achievement or an accomplishment, but a process and a characteristic or a strength that I see emerging in them, decisiveness. Like, I want to call that out and say, Hey, man, I really honor you for being decisive, making a choice. Right. Too often in life, it's easy to just get paralyzed with so many choices, but you checked in on your values, you thought about what you cared about, and right. And you voted with your dollars. So, props to you for that, but somehow, some way calling them out. And I think that here's the thing. If if somebody out there listening, Brandon, is not a parent, this lesson is still the same to everybody because you can do this with your wife, your girlfriend, your mother, your father, your sister, your brother, your neighbor. It doesn't matter. It's just catching people doing the right thing. And then and then affirming, right? It's, it's bringing to light that which you see in others. And when we can do this in writing, there's something very special about it because there's something that lives on forever with that that I think is also really cool.
0: Once again, you were just listening to John Vroman, and that came from episode number 42. As always, go make sure to check out that full episode if what he said sparked you. He's got that beautiful radio voice. <laughs> and if you want to learn about all the incredible lives that he's changed through his charity and his work with Front Row Dads, would highly recommend checking out episode number 42. Our next guest is Andrew Kaplan, and that came from episode number 26. Andrew Cap is the host of the Shatter the Mold podcast and author of The Last Law of Attraction book you'll ever need to read. In less than 1 year of self-publishing his book, he sold over 50,000 copies and earned over 1400 rave reviews. And I pointed this out to Andrew during the interview, but for some context on why it's so impressive that he was able to sell 50,000 copies in less than 1 year of self-publishing, I pulled up uh, some data and I shared this with Andrew and I know he's actually been using this data since I shared it with him. But But it has to do with how many books New York Times best-selling books actually publish. So um, research suggests that the average self-published digital-only book sells about 250 copies in its lifetime. By comparison, the average traditionally published book sells 3,000 copies, but only about 250 to 300 of those sales happen in the first year. And for a traditional publisher to think of a nonfiction book as a success, it has to sell more than 10,000 copies over its lifetime. So I just wanted to highlight how impressive a feat it is to sell 50,000 copies of your book that's self-published in the whole episode we dive into more of that uh but not only that Part of the reason behind his success is because Andrew offers readers a never before seen understanding of his topic that no other LOA or law of attraction book has ever been able to do by going the extra mile of finally addressing why people who get excited about trying it still can't manage to get in the habit of using these methods for just five minutes a day. So whether you are a believer in the law of attraction, not if it's too woo woo, if it's not woo woo enough, (laughs) wherever you fall on the spectrum. This clip that we chose, Andrew's going to share his time lapse method that you can use to improve your gratitude practice. And I don't think anyone can disagree that being more grateful is going to help improve your life in many ways. And I, I thought this was such an innovative method and I'm really excited to integrate more and more of it in my journaling practice. And actually producing this episode was a great reminder that I should be doing more of it. So here's Andrew with his time-lapse method.
4: Yeah, so one, my favorite one is the time-lapse method. And I'll, I'll go real fast because people have this recording and they can just play it back. You're gonna write a list of 15 things that you're grateful for. Five from your past, five from your present, and five that you want in your future. Hmm. You're gonna write them all out in the present tense where you couldn't tell if it's really yours or not. And then you're gonna reorder that list. So maybe the first thing is a present and then a past and a future, whatever. And you're gonna read each item on the list and give yourself 20 to 60 seconds to feel gratitude for that thing. And the really cool thing is two thirds of that list is real. It either happened or is happening. But because we as humans don't downshift very easily, When you also read those future things, it's gonna carry the same confidence and certainty and happiness and gratitude that you had for the other pieces. So it's just gonna be a positive emotional experience while simultaneously um, really adjusting your vibration for the universe, or if you don't believe in that sort of thing, programming your subconscious mind for success. It's really fast, it's really fun, it's really easy. I highly recommend it.
0: Once again, that was Andrew Kaplan from episode number 26. As always, go make sure to check out the full episode or check out the description if you want to explore more of Andrew's content. And last but certainly not least, we're gonna share a clip that comes from episode number 40 with Paulina Edmonds. Paulina first stepped onto the ice at 20 months old and was taking lessons in both skating and ballet by age four. So basically, she's the definition of someone who's literally grown up in the world of figure skating. She's traveled all over the world to compete in the most elite figure skating competitions while simultaneously going to full-time high school. She recently graduated from Santa Clara University with a bachelor's degree in communication and business entrepreneurship and is the host of the Believe in Figure Skating podcast. And just so you can understand some of the incredible things that Paulina has already been able to accomplish despite her young age. She was the youngest member of the U.S. Olympic team in the 2014 Sochi Winter Olympics. She was the 2015 Four Continents Champion, two-time U.S. Silver Medalist, three-time World Team Member, two-time Junior Grand Prix Gold Medalist, and the 2013 U.S. Junior National Champion. So Paulina is a powerhouse in the world of figure skating. And it was so cool because in this clip, I asked her specifically, I'm like, hey, you spend so much time competing at the highest level. And one of the most important things I know is that you need to focus on what you you are doing not comparing yourself to others and this applies so much in all levels of elite performance including entrepreneurship or leadership anything of the uh, of that level so uh here are, is Paulina's insights on how she stops comparing herself to others <laughs> Another thing I think is really important too, is like making sure that you're not comparing to others. And I think you have some content on this as well. Um, Just because like, you know, we see at least on social media as one component of it, you can look, you look at everybody else's highlight reel, or you can, you can hear rumors and think about what other people are doing all the time. So are there any ways that you kind of deal with that mental game of making sure that you're not focusing on what other people are doing, but rather just staying in your lane and doing what you're supposed to be doing?
5: Totally, I think for sports in general, everyone has their own timeline. You know, some kids are going to learn things way faster than others. Some kids are going to be really great when they're like ten, um, but not be so great once they've gone through puberty or whatever. And when they're older, um, vice versa. You know, you might be great when you're older, but not so great when you're younger. So it's really good to have horse blinders and just focus on yourself. Um, you know, something that might take you two years is going to be worth it in the long run rather than somebody who got theirs in six months, but then, you know, got injured three years later. So it's, it's all perspective. You never know what's going to happen. Um, but the only thing you can really do is focus on yourself and focus on whether or not what you're doing is working for you and think of whatever timeline you want for yourself and Mm -hmm. try to apply, um, how you think you're going to get there. But by looking at other people, you're just wasting time and you're wasting energy that's really not relevant to your own journey and your own success.
0: You just finished listening to that clip with Paulina Edmonds. And again, that was episode number 40. If you want to check out the rest of that episode, it was a fun one and the first Olympian, which was a really exciting thing to have as a landmark for the podcast. So that was it. Again, today we have heard from Lieutenant Colonel Walla Wallman, who is number 34 on the podcast. Dr. Juli La Roca, who is episode number eight, John Vroman, who is episode number 42, and Andrew Kaplan, who is episode number 26, and I said my and too early, and of course, Polina, who is episode number 40. So I hope you enjoyed this compilation and the third production of the Seven Figure Millennials Time Machine, and I look forward to talking to you soon. Hey, it's Brandon here again, and I have a quick favor to ask before you head off, and that is if you are listening to my voice right now,